Hey listeners, I recently launched an ad-free Serial Napper feed so that you can enjoy the podcast without interruptions. Elevate your Serial Napper listening experience by joining my Patreon community and get yourself an ad-free feed on Spotify. For just $2 a month, you can become a member today and unlock ad-free episodes while still supporting the podcast. It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com slash Serial Napper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. Mother's Day is almost here. Have you found that truly special sentimental gift for your mom yet? Don't worry, I got you. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature And MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your children can treasure forever. Your mom has given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I loved this idea so much that I've started my own My Life in a Book for my children to have. The thought of my son and daughter being able to learn about my life story as they grow into their own adulthood is truly special. It's been an enjoyable journey of self-reflection for me too, with questions like, which one event made the greatest impact on your life? It's brought back memories I didn't even know I had. I love it, and I know your mother will too. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER for 10% off today. Hey everyone, my name is Nikki Young and this is Serial Napper, an international true crime podcast. I'm back with the second Serial Nightmare episode of 2023. If you're a new listener, let me catch you up. Serial Nightmare is a Halloween series that I do every year for the month of October. So everything that I release this month will either be Halloween related or a little bit more on the spooky side. But of course, always true crime. I don't know about you, but when I was a little kid, I always thought that spontaneous combustion was going to be much more of a problem. I had this little black and white TV, one of those ones with like the bunny ears on it in my room, and I would try to sneak episodes of Unsolved Mysteries while my parents were asleep in bed. One episode that I remember much more vividly than some of the others was a segment about spontaneous combustion. 
The idea that someone could be just sitting in their living room watching TV and then suddenly explode into flames without any sort of cause or reason, that is terrifying. Side note, I actually went back and I watched the Unsolved Mysteries episode on spontaneous human combustion, and the story that they covered right after that one was about Tupac. And as you have probably heard, unless you've been living under a rock lately, Tupac's killer was just recently arrested, and the case is believed to be solved. I thought that was kind of cool. So anyway, back to spontaneous combustion. There have been a few hundred cases of spontaneous human combustion reported, with some reported instances from as early as the 14th century. They were highly debated as to whether they were truly a case of spontaneous combustion or something else, and the vast majority went completely ignored, written off as nothing more than an urban legend. However, when 67-year-old Mary Hardy Reeser was discovered completely reduced to a pile of burnt debris and ash, law enforcement stepped in to investigate what had happened. The FBI even became involved in the case, documenting evidence that just didn't seem to add up. Still to this day, it isn't completely clear what happened to Mary, but many people believe it could be a case of spontaneous combustion. You'll have to let me know what you think after the story, so let's jump right in. Not a ton is known about 67-year-old Mary Hardy Reeser because this happened several decades ago and she was a very private person. We know that she had once been married to a doctor, and she went on to have one child, one son. She spent the majority of her life in Columbia, Pennsylvania, but she decided to move to St. Petersburg, Florida after her husband died because her adult son was living there with his family. She wanted to be closer to the only family that she had left, and it's said that she had a really close relationship with her son and with her little granddaughters. The date was July 1st, 1951. Mary Reeser was getting ready to settle in for the evening at her apartment in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mary was a widow, and she lived in the apartment by herself. However, that day, her only son had come around for a visit. At around 9 p.m. that evening, her son headed home, and Mary got ready for bed by getting changed into her pajamas and taking her sleeping pills as she did most nights. Then she sat down in her big, comfy chair in the living room and decided to smoke a cigarette before she fell asleep. Now, the following morning was July 2nd. Mary's landlady, a woman named Pansy Carpenter, would say that she smelled smoke coming from somewhere in the apartment building at around 5 a.m. that morning, but she kind of just ignored it at the time. Maybe I'm completely paranoid, but the second that I smell any kind of smoke in my home and I know I'm not cooking, I go looking for the source and I don't stop until I find it. Well, Pansy, she didn't go investigate. She waited until around 8 a.m. that morning to go to Mary's apartment because she had a telegram to deliver to her. As she's walking towards Mary's door, the smell of smoke became overwhelming. 
When she arrived at Mary's front door, she was surprised to find that the doorknob was hot to the touch, far too hot for her to turn open, so she called the police. What they would find inside the tiny apartment located at 1200 Cherry Street would shock even the most seasoned of police officers. With the help of firefighters, they were able to get inside where they would find an area of the apartment where Mary had been sitting in her big comfy chair completely charred. All that was left of Mary was her foot, which was discovered still wearing a black satin slipper. Parts of her spine were left behind and a pile of ashes. Her skull was also found, and it was described by those on the scene as, quote, shrunken to the size of a cup. Oddly enough, the chair that she had been sitting in and the walls around the chair had clear signs of fire damage, but the remainder of the apartment was practically untouched. The firefighters on scene were completely puzzled with the evidence that they were finding. Parts of the unit, like the tops of the walls, had been stained by smoke and the electric switches had been scorched. However, the lower sections of the walls and lower placed electric switches, they appeared to be untouched. There was also a stack of newspapers that remained standing and they were completely unburnt. So how could Mary and her armchair have been reduced to ashes, but her bed and white bed sheets across the room, they maintained their perfect condition and color. As for Mary's body, experts said that it would have taken a crematorium to burn her body to the point of which it was found. We're talking three or four hours of constant temperatures as high as 1800 degrees Fahrenheit. None of it made any sense. The authorities certainly didn't have any clear explanation as to what may have happened, including if maybe Mary's fate had been sealed by some criminal act. They were open to any and all possibilities. In speaking with Mary's neighbors, none of them reported hearing or smelling anything unusual. They were completely unaware that a fire had taken place in their apartment building, so close to them. So just how quickly did this fire burn out? There would be several tips reported to the police that ranged from one person claiming they had seen a ball of fire fly through her apartment window and land directly on Mary. This claim was written on a note and then given to the lead detective on the case, but it really couldn't be verified. And there were no other witnesses with this kind of report to back up this theory. Another tipster thought that Mary had been murdered by someone who then had her body cremated before returning only her ashes back to her apartment building. The fact that Mary had taken multiple sleeping pills that evening would definitely make Mary more vulnerable to succumbing to something criminal. Whatever did happen to her, she likely would have had a difficult time moving or stopping whatever was taking place. Some thought that she may have been struck through the window by lightning, though there was no reported storms that evening. None of these claims could be substantiated, and authorities continued to be baffled while many began to whisper about another theory. Spontaneous human combustion. When a person suddenly and without any apparent reason 
bursts into flames due to some kind of chemical reaction. As you can imagine, this theory spread like wildfire throughout St. Petersburg and in the media, with the headlines dubbing it the Cinder Woman Mystery. People began to come forward in droves, claiming that they had smelled something strange and chemical-like near her home. Others thought that it could have been some kind of reaction caused by the materials of her big comfy chair, but the chair company claimed this not to be true. This is when St. Petersburg Police Chief J.R. Reichart decided to ask for help from the FBI. He wrote in a letter, quote, This fire is too puzzling for a small-town force to handle. My family is getting ready to make a big move across the ocean to a place where English isn't the spoken language. This isn't my first rodeo, so I'm making sure I'm fully prepared by learning the language ahead of time. Sure, I know I can use an app once I get there, but you'd be shocked by how much gets lost in translation. I want to talk like a local, which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factors No Prep, No Mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes? Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factors chef-crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Healthy meal planning has never looked so good with Factors fresh, never-frozen meals that are also dietitian approved No matter how busy you are, Factor can help kickstart and maintain a new healthy routine by making it easy to enjoy nutritious meals on the go. Plus, you'll never get bored eating the same thing every day because they offer 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. We're talking restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon because eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. Personally, 
I love not having to overthink what I'm going to eat every single day because that's half the battle. And I don't have to bother with shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. But the best part is, these meals are delicious with ingredients you can trust. Crush your wellness goals this May. Head to factormeals.com slash napper50 and use code napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code NAPPER50 at factormeals.com slash NAPPER50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The FBI would step in and help, but they completely denied the possibility that Mary Reeser died of spontaneous combustion. The FBI would thoroughly investigate Mary's apartment and her remains. They tested items like her rug and portions of the walls and floors. It would take approximately three weeks for the FBI to examine and test the evidence before finally concluding that they believed Mary had been the victim of what is called the Wick Effect. Through testing, there were no combustibles found on any of the submitted evidence, though it is of course possible that if combustibles were present, they had burnt up in the fire. However, they did find human fat melted into Mary's rug. They believed that Mary had likely become very tired very quickly after taking her sleeping pills, and then she had fallen asleep in her chair while she smoked her cigarette. The burning cigarette would have been the source of the fire. The wick effect? It happens when a body burns very quickly and hotly after being ignited by something like a burning cigarette. According to the wick effect, sometimes a body will burn so quickly and hot that it will nearly combust, but it's not spontaneous combustion. The FBI report pointed to several other similar cases where victims were believed to have been killed as a result of the Wick effect. The report said, quote, As indicated above, these cases are explained by the fact that the body becomes ignited from some outside cause, such as a burning clothing, a burning mattress, chair, or other means. Once the body starts to burn, there is enough fat and other inflammable substances to permit varying amounts of destruction to take place. Sometimes this destruction by burning will proceed to a degree which results in almost complete combustion of the body. The nightgown that Mary was wearing that evening, it was also made of a highly flammable material that could have easily ignited from that lit cigarette. She weighed around 170 pounds at the time, and it's believed that her fat reserves would have actually acted as more fuel for the fire. But some other experts have pushed back, questioning why the fire consumed only Mary so quickly, but left the other parts of her apartment untouched. Others wondered how her body burned to ashes so quickly when a crematorium requires the hottest temperatures to burn a body over the course of several hours, which someone would have definitely noticed if it had happened, and it would have most certainly burned the rest of her apartment up. One of the most mysterious things surrounding Mary's death was the discovery of her skull, which had shrunken in the fire. 
If the flames were in fact hot enough to cremate a body, then according to medical experts, her skull should have either exploded or enlarged, not shrunken. So what would cause her skull to shrink anyhow? Mary's ashes would be buried next to her husband. However, still to this day, there are only theories surrounding her unusual death. No one knows what really happened, and she is certainly not the only victim of this kind of circumstance. One of the stories we hear about in the Unsolved Mysteries episode is that of Irving Bentley, a 92-year-old retired physician. A gas company meter man would make a gruesome discovery after letting himself into the home to check on the meter. When I got to the bottom of the steps, there was a pile of ashes on the floor. And there was an, an odor, uh, something I'd never encountered before. It's kind of a sickening, sweet odor. And then I looked up, and here there was a hole burnt through the floor right above me. And I stood there, and I looked at that hole, and there was little red embers all around the hole yet. And all I could think was, they got Dr. Bentley out of here, but why didn't somebody call the fire company and get this taken care of? So I went running upstairs and, and went in to the bathroom. And that's when I found the remains of Dr. Bentley or what was left. All there was was part of one leg and was so discolored, I couldn't tell it was a human being or a mannequin until I got right down close and looked at it. And when I got the picture, I left right then. Similar to Mary's case, Dr. Bentley would basically be reduced to a pile of ashes. The only remains of his body were his skull, a knee bone, and part of his lower left leg. Investigators believed that he had used his walker to go to the restroom, but then suddenly he burst into flames while standing in front of the toilet. Shockingly, his body nearly disintegrated from the intensity of the fire, but the aluminum walker that he had used, it was found completely unscathed, just inches away from the combustion point. The fire was hot enough to burn a hole through the bathroom floor straight down through to the basement, but there was no damage whatsoever to this metal walker. If we take the FBI's theory of the wick effect, we may be able to apply it to Dr. Bentley's situation too. There had been incidents in the past where he had accidentally set his clothing on fire from his smoking pipe. He was an elderly man, and he didn't always have his wits about him. So it wouldn't be surprising if he had been smoking his pipe and dropped it, which would then result in setting his clothing on fire. But again, it's highly unusual that the fire would be constrained to just Dr. Bentley's body and the floor beneath him, while other things in the bathroom were left untouched. So was Mary Reeser or other victims of deaths that resemble spontaneous human combustion murdered by someone who just so happened to have quick access to a crematorium? Like obviously not very likely. So what about spontaneous combustion? There have been as many as 200 reported suspected cases of spontaneous human combustion since the early 1400s. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but if it's true that you can suddenly and without cause combust, then in my opinion, 200 cases is 200 too many. 
These are, of course, all suspected cases. None of these cases have actually been proven, but they've all had these similar, strange, seemingly unexplainable circumstances. So was Mary the victim of spontaneous human combustion? We can't be sure, but if you're speaking with the FBI, then the answer is no. They still point to the wick effect. For centuries, there have been these unusual and mysterious deaths that resemble some kind of unexplainable human explosion, but the truth could really be in the chemicals that we're putting in our body and even on our body. It could be the way that different substances and alcohols and chemicals imbalance within our systems, causing them to somehow become flammable. Or it could be external factors like cigarettes, pipes, and other fire accelerants that when combined with our fat reserves, the fat on our body, it just suddenly causes the body to go up in flames so hot that the temperatures are extreme enough to quickly incinerate a body. Which, if you think about it, might just be as terrifying as spontaneous human combustion. These deaths were still very sudden, unpredictable, and devastating. The victims did nothing more than their usual routines. Their day was like any other day until suddenly everything went up in flames. Whether spontaneous combustion or the wick effect, the idea that you could be going about your life as usual and something causes a blast so extreme that your body is instantly cremated, that's going to be one of the most scariest things imaginable. So what say you? Explainable by science, spontaneous combustion, or something criminal and sinister? Let me know what you think. That's it for me tonight. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Napper. Did you know I also have a Serial Napper true crime discussion group? Because I do. It's called Serial Society and I'll have the link in my show notes. I'd love to chat with you about this case and all the other cases that I cover. You can find my audio on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm over on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Serial underscore Napper, or I post things on TikTok, Serial Napper Nick, and that's all one word. I post all of my episodes in video format over on YouTube, so go check it out. And if you're watching on YouTube, I would love if you can give me a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel. Until next time, sweet dreams, stay kind, especially in the comments. Bye.